Hello, my name is Feather, and you are listening to Splintercast Reads, The Bands of Mourning. And tonight on Splintercast, I have just experienced a tragedy, because I totally got coffee to drink whilst reading this lovely book, and then dropped it all over my bedroom floor and had to clean it up. And it was sad. I'm I'm crying right now. Actually, I'm not. Because we don't, we don't cry over spilled steamed milk and espresso. Okay. What am I talking about? We don't even know. Nobody knows what you're talking about, Alex. Anyway, when we last left off, Wayne and Marasi were grave robbing, while Wax and Steris are at a fancy party. And supposedly Melan is also at the fancy party as a dude, but we have not seen her yet. So, chapter 13. Here we go. Okay, so we're back with Wax. Let's see... Huh. So he says he'd seen the dangers on the streets of Elendil. He'd worked to fight them, but those were a lesser wound. It was like patching the cut while the rot festered up the arm. That sounds strikingly like Miles's, uh, like ideas, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, Miles was thinking like the cr- fighting criminals one at a time is not enough. We're just, they always win, so we need to do something drastic. I think. Anyway, okay. Tindwell. Tindwell is known as the mother of Terrace. That's kind of nice. There's a there's a depiction of her above the fish tank. Huh. Her last stand against the darkness. And there's little octopuses in this fish tank. Okay. Alright. Hmm. Lady Kelasina imagines herself the predator, and we all her fish, invited in to swim and perhaps be consumed. That's kind of a terrifying characterization for someone we haven't met yet, but are here to see. So, huh. So Devlin wants to know what's outside of the basin and the roughs around it. Um, And I think the point that he makes is a good one. He says, where there's no money, there are no answers. I mean, if we think why major explorations happened from Europe to the other continents, they were trying to find trade routes. They knew there was something out there and they were trying to find a new way to it. And then that's how they discovered new things. If everybody thinks there's nothing outside of the basin, then why would they go out there? So he's asking about the coin that Hoyd gave him. And it sounds like Lord gave the jerk face from before, bought a bunch of coins like this and isn't displaying them. Hmm. So there's some kind of building project outside the city, and news of it has been quashed. They were claiming alamancers were involved. Hmm. Hmm. So Devlin's warning him to get out of the city, um, and says that he's going to be, but Wax says he cannot, so... There we go. Oh, personally, I'm curious to find out how many lives the Basin's first civil war claims. Good day, Lord Ladrian. Yeah, I could definitely, I mean, the outer cities certainly do not seem to be fond of Elendel. Kelasina's here. Okay. Hi, Kelasina. Who are you? He felt an immediate spike of panic, which he shot in the head and dumped in a lake. Okay. I wonder if I wonder if she's some kind of emotional alamancer. As someone who has written emotional alamancers, I tend to like 
you pick there's only so many ways you can describe like emotions themselves and spikes of emotions tend to be popular so that that was i found one of the easier ways to talk about feeling a sudden flare of emotions because you know you don't want to use flare all the time since that's also the word for the metals but you can't just use spike of emotion i don't know rider probs so he talks as though he's not used to the court and she smiles because this puts him this puts her at ease and he's going to try to use that <laughs> so he's pulling out the coin that Hoyd gave him and is showing her and she freezes <laughs> okay that's that's one way to do it there's rumors of what's happening out he's like using the rough's accent dig dig in the ground all that figure this must be from that Relic from the old days. Mighty interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she seems unsettled now. I don't know how wise it was that Wax just like... I don't know, I feel like he played his hand a little bit, telling her that he knows about all the different things. And I don't feel like he got much out of it. She's just like, oh, they're just rumors. There's nothing important going on. Uh, I mean, obviously she knows what's going on. We can tell that, but... Like, I think, I, I feel like we knew that before, so. Hi, Steris. Oh, she got more Sprite. <laughs> yellow, yellow Sprite. It's like lemonade Sprite. So cute. Have I, I haven't mentioned this episode that Steris is cute, so here you go. This is the obligatory. Steris is cute. Obligatory. Not obligatory. That is not a thing. Oh, he threw off her timeline by talking to Kelasina too early. Uh and yeah, he kind of, he, yeah, okay, Steris is, is with me. Wax is like, I got nothing, and I told her everything I discovered. Tipped her off that I was on to, to them, though I tried to act stupid. Um, you've ruined it then? Okay. If he were in the roughs and confronting a criminal but had no evidence, this is what he'd do, he said. Slip that he's suspicious, and then watch where they go. Eh, I suppose that's all right, though I don't know how... I feel like that's going to make them a lot more careful. Though they were probably already pretty suspicious of him to start. Ten notes says she's gone to contact suit and let him know that I'm on to them. Interesting. Okay, so they need a distraction and Steris has a syrup to induce vomiting. <laughs> just in case they've gotten poisoned. And she just took it. <sighs> All right, Steris. Oh, she's so cute. She's so cute. Like <laughs> inducing from vomiting is usually not a cute thing, but okay, it's Steris, and like she's doing it for him, and they need a distraction, and she's cute. Okay. Ugh. All right, and we are now apparently going back to Marasi and Wayne, grave digging. So we'll see how this goes. I'm kind of doubting that they're going to find the spike here, but we'll see. Huh. So Morasi finds a statue of Vin. Aww. An extraordinary figure cut of gorgeous black marble, standing some eight feet tall and resplendent in a sweeping mist cloak. Feminine figure with short hair and a petite heart-shaped face. Aww. Every girl wants to be Vin. That's just so, like, she was a 
kid who grew up on the streets, a nobody, and she's become one of the most important people in history. I just feel so much for the Mistborn crew. Like, I don't know, it's- I love the idea behind these series. Like, getting to see the world develop over time and watching these people who you, like, watch them grow up, you watch them become someone. Like, the way that they've impacted history is just, it's such a cool idea. And I feel like there really aren't that many series that do that necessarily. Maybe I'm just not reading those series, but I don't know. It, it feels very cool. Especially seeing, like, a fantasy book suddenly have, like, modern technology and stuff. Going from that early period to a more advanced era. Brandon. Brandon, he's a smart cookie. Huh, so Marasi joined the Target Club because she thought it was like shooting coins and wanted to be more like Finn. Were you ever insecure? Marasi asked, or did you always know what to do? Aww. If Vin had ever been an ordinary person at any point, she says. She she was definitely ordinary. She was I mean, she was always misborn, but she certainly didn't seem like much when she started out. She came so far. Okay, Wayne just threw Marasi into the grave and gunfire happened. Okay, and that's the end of the chapter. But it looks like we are going right back to them. So chapter 14, here we go. Who's firing at them? Oh man, he got shot four times. Come on. Hopefully he's got plenty of healing. Oh, yikes. My gravedigger died, I'm guessing. Several gunshot wounds. Oh, he sold us out. What a jer- Okay, never mind. I don't feel so bad for the gravedigger dying if he was a traitor. Well, if the set was already here, they might not need to uh, go through all of the bodies, at least, since we can probably assume that anything there was to find, the set already has. Someone small is biting my book. Hey, that's... stop. That's the microphone. Not the book I'm reading. I'm reading the book... <laughs> I'm reading uh, bands on the computer, but I have a little tower to prop my microphone up. Someone is chewing on shadows of self. Oh, okay. All right. I'm getting walked on now. Ow! No cause. Sorry. Back to reading. A little bit is distracting. <laughs> So Morasi is pointing out that these people are unloading bullets on them because Wayne has a reputation and he's taking the time to be like, hey, I got a wet reputation. That's pretty cool. <sighs> Wayne. Goodness, they threw dynamite at them? Ooh, okay. Yikes. Well, now they definitely don't have to look through the grave because it just got blown up by dynamite. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, so Wayne took care of them, it looks like, with his speed bubble fighting. Um, and then he, like, reached down. She thinks to uh, get him, that, like, so that he can help her up. And he's like, actually, I was hoping you'd hand me my hat. Wayne. All right. And back to the party. Uh, oh, okay, so they're leaving because Steris is uh, not feeling well. <laughs> Alright, so now they've been set aside, and they're not to be disturbed. But Steris, thankfully, isn't, like, actually sick, just a little 
nauseous still after going through that. Oh. So Starris is asking what Laxilium's sister is like. He says he hasn't seen her in decades. I kind of have this pet theory going on that uh, Telson might be working with the set willingly. I don't know. That it, it feels like it's not a possibility that has been discussed. And I wonder if that's because it's true and it's meant to be a reveal. I don't know. Oh, and she's coming too. And he's like, no, I need I need to be able to do things. And she's like, I actually have a bunch of good reasons. So here we go. <laughs> Yikes, we're hearing the speech. And he says, time to show those in Alindel that their tyranny is not only unjust, it's against the will of the survivor. Yikes, yeah, this is starting to sound like a civil war. Hmm. Wax starts to raise his fingers in greeting toward the distant mists but stops himself because of harmony, and he doesn't like harmony anymore. Maker's breath. She has a handgun strapped to her thigh. Staris Harms is the best, everybody. She's she's just the greatest, okay? You cannot. She brought a gun. She managed to smuggle a gun in for him. God bless. Harmony bless. Maker bless. Every every deity just bless Staris Harms. Let's just, let's just be real right here. Honor, uh, endowment, like, all the shards just need to, like, group together, call a truce real quick, and bless Staris Harms. Okay, there we go. So it is decreed. <laughs> I just realized what it looks like with him underneath her dress. He's like, if this were a play, this is exactly the point where someone would walk in on us. Or, you know, like, if this were fan fiction. He tried to... She tried to do a shotgun first. Staris, you are so good. Wait. Rossi says the police brought an allomancer and there's no sign of metal in the grave. But if it's a hemallergic spike, it might not show up to alert her a coin shot, right? It'd be, uh, invested, right? Right? I was about to say imbued, but that's not the correct term. Well, I'm guessing the spike isn't in the grave. I just don't. Like, I'm not disputing that part. I just think that the Alamancer is not necessarily a 100% confirmation of that fact. <laughs> oh, Wax is, like, ransacking the place. And Rossi's like, so we haven't found anything. He's like, oh, no, there is an account book under a false bottom in the drawer. Found it first. Didn't even have to look. <laughs> the booze, though. They hit that well. Good priorities, these folks. And it looks like they're off to... Maybe go visit the manager of the graveyard. Marcy says they have one more stop to make tonight, and that's the end of the chapter. All right, L here we go. Okay, so chapter 15, we have a new character, Templeton Fig. So I don't know if this is going to be a one-off viewpoint or if this is someone we're going to see more of. But he has a dead white crow, and he collects albino animals. I'm almost wondering if this is, I don't know, collecting unique dead animals seems like a kind of villainous trait, and I wonder if he's going to maybe be heroic just because it's stereotyped. I don't know. I'm overanalyzing. Let's just read. Frozen in death, perfection, he says. 
This is reminding me of Tan. Didn't Tan used to, like, kill people and set them up in a gallery? Yeah. Hmm. So we have someone who's probably his wife, Destra. And it says she appears to be super thin and losing weight. She would be skeletal soon, he says. Hmm. Ah, okay. So this is a villainous character. He's wondering what had been done in the graveyard. So I'm guessing this is who Marasi and Wayne are going to be coming after. <laughs> yep. And there's the speed bubble. His fire stopped crackling. Yikes. Uh, so, um, and he, his swear that he thinks of is Trell's soul. We, we have a group of believers here. Whatever Trell is, they definitely seem to revere it. Whatever this strange god might be. I don't know. Do we know if Trell is another shard? I mean, I guess we got confirmed that uh, Palm's spike was made of a metal that we'd never seen before. I don't know. Fascinated. Okay. So, I well, I mean, it would have to be like, I'm assuming that it's another shards metal like Larasium or Atium. But I don't know. Are there like alimantic metals for all of the 16 shards? Is that is that a thing that happens? Um, I know there was an article in the broadsheet that asking if Harmony had a metal. Harmonium, I guess it would be. Um, or Cezedium. I don't know. Uh, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's, that's a lot more alimantic powers than you know, just the, if we have the 16 base medals and then 16 different god medals, that's, that's kind of intense. What would burning Adenalsium's medal do? Gah! This is crazy. Uh, my brain is hurting and this is delving way too far into theory for me. We'll go back to like shipping and frivolous nonsense. Blah. Okay. However, I, I will say, so I've started going back and I know I'm not reading, shut up. Uh, I started going back and like listening to the Shadows of Self Splinter casts because I've been editing those, obviously getting them posted and like seeing people's responses. And there's definitely some things that I say in these Splinter casts that like looking back, I'm like, oh, past Alex, you had no idea. And I'm thinking about this now as current Alex. What is future Alex going to say when she looks back and listens to me saying these things? I don't know. This just got meta. I feel like I'm in Homestuck or something talking about my past and future selves. Why am I not reading? Let's go back to reading. Alex, stop. Feather, stop. All right. So, um, we're gonna freak out this guy. That was my phone dinging at me. We're going to ignore it for now because I don't want to read. <laughs> Why exactly are they freaking this guy out so bad? Just because they think he'll cooperate better if he's terrified? They brought the gravedigger's body, and now there's like tapping at the window with <laughs> who is who is impersonating death? It's gotta it's gotta be Wayne because Wayne's the one who can do voices. So what you have something of mine? A spike? There's a spike stuck through the arm. How did they do that? A, a bloody hole. Did Wayne maim himself for the sake of this costume and then he's gonna heal it later? That seems really intense. I mean, I'm assuming they don't- they didn't have time to, like, do costume makeup, so... 
guess when you're a healer, the fastest thing is just like put it put a spike through. Ugh, ugh, gross. Sent by courier to Dulcing. Well, that that worked surprisingly well. Oh, <laughs> and now we've we've changed point of view. <laughs> and yes, lo and behold, Wayne actually did cut holes in his arm. <clears throat> gotta be authentic. <laughs> Wayne's gonna send him some fruit in prison because he feels bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wasn't sure how death himself would sound. Um. Oh yeah, like Marasi talked to Marsh. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, he's quite articulate, not at all grindy. The accent is strange, not like anything I've heard before. Marsh, I need Marsh to show back up. I I I need more Marsh. Where is he? <laughs> well, I'm glad Wayne is having a good time. As far as he, oh, just like someone stepped on my keyboard. <clears throat> Dalish, chill. Um, so far as he was concerned, this has been a bang up night. Dynamite, nice brawl, free brandy, and getting to scare the piss out of someone. It was the simple things in life. Someone has walked between me and my microphone. Small, fluffy child, come here. I need you to not interfere. Okay, alright, she's just gonna sit on me. Okay, let's continue. Oh crap, I can't reach the keyboard with her on my arms. Okay, here we go, I got it. The kitty has been handled. Say hi, say hi, Dalish. Ready? Hi, Dalish. Okay, that's enough. Okay, back to wax. <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys mind that my cat is around? I can't do anything. I'm not going to lock her out because she will, she'll cry. So better just to have her around and occasionally purring into the microphone. Anyway, so Wax is scouting. Okay. It's kind of funny. So Wax is at a fancy party and is sneaking through rooms he's not supposed to be while looking for blackmail and warning, I'm about to talk about Dragon Age again. But uh, I've been getting my roommate into Dragon Age, and she just played uh, Wicked Eyes and Wicked Hearts, in which your main character, the Inquisitor, goes to a very fancy masquerade, but must uncover lots of secrets. And some of it involves, you know, sneaking through the back apartments, looking for blackmail. And there's a, there's a game mechanic where, like, you have court approval, and the longer you're in forbidden areas, people, like, notice that you're gone and your court approval drops. So you gotta be quick while you're in places you're not supposed to be. I'm just, like, thinking Wax poking around Kelasina's rooms and, you know, doesn't want to be away from the ball too long because uh, he will lose his court approval. Anyway, sorry, I love Dragon Age, like, so much. Y'all ever want me to talk about my Stormlight Dragon Age fanfic AU? It's choice. It's good. It's the good stuff. Okay, anyway, back to back to Wax. Wow. A new Lord Ruler. That's... Yikes. That's quite a thing to say about the leaders of Alindo. Wax is overhearing the, the speech from downstairs. Huh. He's got... He hears his uncle's voice. Dang. Hi, Edward. Ha! <laughs> So, okay, so they the dis diversions are in fact a ploy by the suit to distract him, uh, or by the set, the the set, the suit, whatever. They're the same thing. Um, I totally, I totally knew it. I knew it. I called it. <laughs> Kidnap one of his friends and leave a letter, purportedly from one of his old enemies. 
Axilium cannot resist a personal grudge. Good luck. <laughs> the train robbery, had it been a distraction? That's literally what they just said, Wax. Like, I don't I don't feel like that's a question you need to ask yourself. It it was a distraction for you. I mean, he pointed out that these grave these train not grave robbers, those are your, the our friends are the grave robbers. The train robbers were like being weird and doing stuff with horses. And someone is now biting my arm, which is not allowed. Ow, ow. Get down. You don't get you don't get to be up here if you're gonna be mean. Naughty child. Okay. Now that hey! Hold up. One moment. I have to deal with my small small child. Okay, I paused the recording for a second and played with Dalish and so hopefully she's distracted now. That would be that would be nice. There might be jingling noises in the background, though. So Suit says, Recovering the device was worth the risk. The device uh, that was immediately lost, Telesina points out. Yeah. He... I'm guessing that's the little the little leecher box that uh, Wax has. Wow, I apologize for the jingle bells in the background, but someone is going in on a feather toy, so she's it it needs to die apparently. But hey, as long as it's not my arms that she's killing, it's good. Though you do have to deal with jingly background noise. Anyway, hmm, they snuck a spy among the hotel staff, and they're going to uh, search for the device. It's only a matter of time before they accidentally use alamancy near it. Ooh. Ah. Huh, so Suit has promised that he's going to crush Elendel for them. I don't know that I trust him to hold up his end of that bargain. <laughs> so Wax drops a coin and, like, pushes himself up to the ceiling. Ah. Burl sent me word while watching the party for Alamancers. He sent someone using medals in this direction. A seeker! Eee. I like I like all of our little misterings. Uh my my character Elion eventually was a seeker, but I didn't get to use her her bronze much um before that RP died. I really ought to resurrect Elion Kaswana and or like actually join Mistborn the Inquisition, but we'll see, maybe. Forum RP is too slow for me. Man, Tumblr RP was too slow for me, and we got responses, like, every day. I am a Skype RPer. Like, let's sit down, get responses every few seconds, and just hash out a scene over a couple of hours. Let's do it. <laughs> and where is he now? Uncle Edward asks. Quax drops to the floor with a thump and levels his gun. He's right here. Beautiful. Whoa! Edward isn't there! Oh no, this is the end of the chapter! But he's not there! There's a device! Frick! Oh, snap. I have to sign off for the night. And that's like, that's where I have to stop for the night too, because I have things to do after this. I made plans. I don't have time to record another episode. No! Gosh! I was this book and its cliffhangers, man. It's the worst. I'm suffering. Oh gosh. Okay. 
Well, I guess that's gonna have to be where I sign off for the night after... Frank, they have a device that lets you talk across distances? That's not an elementic power? Maybe I don't know how the devices work. Actually, why was I assuming that I knew how the devices work? Uh, <laughs> how do they work? What's going on? When do I get to find out what's beyond the basin? Southern Scadrial. Trell. Too much stuff. Also, where the heck is Melon? I feel like uh, she has not been mentioned this whole time. So we're maybe supposed to forget that she was coming to the party, but like she's she's supposed to be here. When's she gonna show up? So Frick. Alright, well, I'm I'm gonna sign off, I guess, because that was three chapters. So this is Feather signing off.